what is something you think people assume about you but isn't actually true? Well, maybe on the surface level, people assume that I'm American because, I, you know, because I'm always doing the American accent. But who am I? What do people assume? I think uh, a lot of people might assume that I'm more an athlete than a than a creative. But in my, in my mind, I, I feel like I'm more of the creative first than anything else. Because even the way I think about basketball, um, and when I and when I play, I'm thinking more creatively. Science, science, technology, technology, medicine, medicine, health, health. These four things make the world go round. Without them, we couldn't exist. This is the Monday Science Podcast. A weekly show bringing you the latest research and news in science, technology, medicine, and health. Answering your questions or finding experts in the field to answer them. Your host is a pharmacist, an award-winning scientist. She leads her own research group and is the founder of King's College London Fight the Fakes. A tad bit on the qualified side. Welcome to Monday Science. Here's your host, Dr. Bahija Rimey Abraham. Let's talk about, let's going to talk more about your creative journey because this interview is about you. I was looking at your stats yesterday and I was, I had to, I went back and I was checking. I was like, wow. So as of yesterday, or that gives away what day I recorded this, but whichever way, before this recording, I saw that you have over 126.7 million views, 3.2 million followers and 70.7. 7 million likes on TikTok. You have over 1.06 million subscribers on YouTube. And then you've got 229,000 followers on Instagram. Whoa. How do you feel hearing those statistics? I, I have to look at the stats because it's the, it's the way I could track progress. I try not to get too too focused on, on the numbers because it's, it's uh, the balance between, I don't know, the creativity or artistic and like, I don't know, logical thinking. But I think, I think it's, it's so impressive that is I can't I can't really comprehend the numbers sometimes and I don't think that they even truly reflect what's actually happened because because the the view for instance the views is it's probably my total viewership is probably a number probably in the billion in the billion area because of for instance on on YouTube it is actually half a billion now views total I've got more views there than TikTok even though I've got uh, subscribers oh, wow. yeah it's actually it's crazy how much views I've, I've got there and and people sharing my content and not crediting me this is something that is run rampant at this point because it's nearly like some videos I have is like a sure shot like it would get whoever's posting it views because it's entertainment let's be honest well, I see so yeah. when when people repost they won't tag you in it but they will repost on their own page or ah oh, wow yeah, this happened. I see this sometimes I, I come across my own videos on Instagram <laughs> millions you. of views so you know that's that's something that's on that side but you know in general I think that is it's amazing that so many people see my face and uh, see have been entertained I hope by by the videos I make it it makes it especially when I get messages and stuff and and hear from people that have said that it's actually had like some type of positive effect. If it's like helps them through a tough time or just brought a smile to their face when they needed that, it makes it makes it seem really well. No, that's amazing. And and going back to if you don't mind us just touching on the crediting, because I think that's something I see on Instagram where people are like, oh, can you please or 
people say, oh, tag the person, tag the person. Do you have, well, this is probably going to sound like a really silly question, but do you have quite a few fake accounts that you've seen, like people trying to pretend as if they're you on Instagram? Um, I don't, that hasn't really happened as much. It's more so like meme accounts and stuff like that, that they earn their money off of the, the things that they post because because of maybe the quality of some of my videos is it's very easy to profit off of it. So I, I do get, I do get a lot of meme accounts that would just post my videos without permission and not credit. And, you know, I, you know, I try, I try to track down the ones I can and either get them to, to credit me or, or try to get removed because I feel like that's, you know, that's unfair. I'm not asking, I'm not asking people for money at this point to view my, I'm happy with people reposting my videos, but it's quite fair for the time and effort I put into the videos to be credited, I think, or anyone in that, in that fact. Oh, I, I 100% agree. And and it's interesting because, I mean, probably the separate conversation, probably a really good panel discussion to have would be with other content creators, you know, really much like policing of such no. situations. And, and then what happens if we get to the stage of trying to police that? And what how would that work? And who takes responsibility? Is it the platforms such as Instagram, TikTok, YouTube? Or, you know, yeah, I think that's a very important conversation because people are profiteering and making money off stuff that you have created. You've got the intellectual property over it. But then because of just how social media platforms work, they can reshare without yeah. acknowledging you. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's, you know, it could be, it could be tough to navigate. It's, it's, it's kind of what comes of it. Yeah. How do you, just, because we, we talked about, it was it Fred, Freddy the fish, Fred the fish. So I, that, that gave us a bit of insight into how you come up with some of the content, but in general, how do you decide on topics, the content and the concept of the, you know, I don't, at this point, I still don't have so much structure around this. I'm more like a, a crazy artist who's, who's just going through their mood swings. And when I feel like doing something, I might make like a thousand videos in you know, a few days, but then, but then when, when I don't feel uninspired, it could be tougher. But at the same time, I think for the most part, I go about my, when something funny happens or when a, a thought comes to mind, I write it down and, and eventually things start to connect. And then, and then I, and I, I say, finally, I sit down, kind of write down a brief like um, structure of how the, the video might work, what it will look like, like a storyboard kind of sketch idea. And then, and then I- Amazing, make yeah. it sound so simple. Yeah, it, it could be simple. It could be simple. I like to, I like that it's still something that I could afford to, to just do when I feel like it's going to be fun you know, and, and I'm going to enjoy it because I'm still really enjoying it. I don't, I don't feel like it'll be right for me. Not, I don't want it to become a thing where it just feels like I have to show up and I'm not enjoying it. Cause I also feel like it won't be entertaining anymore and, uh, and, and fresh in, in a way that it, it could come across now because it, it does feel that I, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm having to force it, you know, and I, and I feel like a lot of the ideas and concepts I'm coming up with, it's just like things that I just feel like, oh, like, let me, let me, let me make this. That'll be fun. That's good. So, yeah. I think that's, that's, that's good. And as you said, it keeps it light, keeps it authentic, but what has been the most challenging part of this creative journey for you? I think, I think connecting with that has been that, that now that I'm not playing basketball, especially, and now I'm a full-time content creator, there's more responsibility, especially when you have a, a, a large following you you want to show up for for the people that have invested in clicking that follow button or that subscribe button you know you have to show up for them 
So I think the most challenging part has been to be able to find that balance between consistency and struct and also with my my gut feeling, my intuition and and, and yeah, and, and being able to balance that and be consistent with how I'm coming across and not hold back too much because because I, I think it's easy for me to also feel like I have a lot of ideas and video ideas and stuff like that but I could be too too maybe perfectionistic where it's like oh if it's not the best idea in the world like why put it out there you know and people are just gonna hate on it you know but then again there's a lot of people that that just that want to see something that just want to see anything they're not going to be one of the the people that hate comments or something like that you know so I think that that's that's something that's still Mm, that's very interesting and it's yeah yeah I can imagine that could be quite a lot actually but I liked what you said where it's you you are respecting your following and the people who have invested in you you show up for them I think that's really that's really nice before we started the interview we were talking about your computer that you've built in the background just randomly so what other skills have you had to teach yourself not just about computer generator but what other skills have you had to teach yourself on this journey like you know yeah yeah I think editing is, is a big one I had I was working I just got like a 10% battery so I connected yeah editing editing's a big one I had some experience editing beforehand but nothing to the level of, of stuff I'm doing and that kind of everything came has come naturally you know when I have an idea I have to kind of learn sometimes how to do that and you know it started off where I was just you you know, editing everything on my phone, even some a little bit more advanced than myself or splitting the screen and, and having myself interact with myself. But eventually things got more and more complex. And I learned, I've learned everything on YouTube pretty much. I've learned everything on YouTube and just kind of with some things that I don't know, have just like put things together in my head, you know, like, you know, when you know certain basics or fundamentals, you can kind of figure more stuff out. That's kind of how I've, I've went along with the editing. And even, you know, with the performance side, I think that's, that's been tough too, because you know, I, I've, I've wanted to get into acting also, you know, I, I've not had like a mentor or a teacher, a formal teacher. So sometimes it's hard to, to watch myself and be critical and really look at what I'm doing and be like, oh, do you know what? I could do that better, you know, or, you know, that's been quite, that's been quite tough. But I think for the most part, I feel that I'm improving in, in every area as time. That's amazing. Editing seems to be a common challenge for a lot of people when they start. I, I, yeah, editing. I actually had recently, I was using only actually a, a few months ago, I was using some editing tool, just be so stressful. I don't mind creating the stuff and talking and doing the interviews. And then, but to edit would be so stressful because there's also the risk of over editing when you're a bit anxious and you're like, oh, maybe I should say that, or maybe this is a, and then I had an interview, I'm sorry, I went on, no, I had somebody come on my podcast who's also a podcaster themselves. Shout out to Ron from Hacker Valley, Hacker Valley Studio. And he just happened to mention that, you know, recommended this platform called Descript. And I was like, you are amazing. Thank you. And since then, it's made the process a little bit lighter because as you said, YouTube is amazing. You learn so much from other people as well and and, and from what they've done and, and bring it all together. So yeah, that's amazing. And I I liked what you said about you started off with your phone and then now do you use your your like a laptop to edit or do you still sometimes just do some stuff on your oh, I can't remember the last time I edited actually to be honest I do some stuff on my phone sometimes still 
sometimes there's like a, a special effect or something that's just so much easier just to use uh, one of those like little filters and stuff. But for the most part, I do all my editing on a computer because it's a lot faster with with the more advanced things. And, I, and especially when the stuff green screen heavy at the moment and, and it's just it's, it's a lot faster to do it on a computer okay so now we know get a green screen <laughs> like thinking of all the things but okay so we've just got a few more minutes left and i want to get into the real who is the real jesse chuku who are you making it very intense are you ready <laughs> like who are you okay so what is something you think people assume about you but isn't actually true well maybe on the surface level people assume that i'm american because i do you know because i'm always doing the american accent and 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 actually in my videos a lot of the time the american could be considered the the hit the hero of the story or or kind of have the upper hand but i think that that's how it looks like on the surface level because in my opinion a lot of the times it's not that way but who am i what do people assume i think i think uh, a lot of people might assume that i'm uh, that that i'm kind of more an athlete than a than a creative but in my in my mind i i feel like i'm more of the creative first than anything else because even the way i think about basketball um, when I and when I play, I'm thinking more creatively than than. That's really interesting. It's always interesting yeah. what you know about yourself. Because I was going to say, yeah, what we know about ourselves as individuals, you know, people roaming this earth, versus how externally people interpret the version of the cells we project. I've said that right. So that's always quite interesting. What have you enjoyed the most about your journey and who you are? I've enjoyed the most just making people laugh make myself laugh too because I think that first and foremost I, I entertain myself with what I'm doing is really fun for me every every aspect of, of the creation part is could be really exciting for me and it's been it's been an experience that that's felt so new and fresh nearly like of a, a, a kid again you know and that's that's been really exciting for me what's the second part of the question oh what have you enjoyed about your journey but then also what do you enjoy about who you are oh I, I enjoy about who I am today, the, the growth in character. I think that I've gone through, especially in the past couple of years, because I've always felt like I've wanted to express myself more. And uh, how I'm doing now, I, I, I'm, I'm proud of that, that I feel more complete of a person you know that I'm not holding back certain parts of myself just to fit in a, in a category or blend in into a certain box that's amazing what inspires you I think the 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 vision I have of my best self inspires me and and that's that's what I that's why I, I am going to take that on board I like that the vision of your best self that's amazing okay so you've given us a lot of tips actually I was gonna say I was gonna ask you what tips you have for somebody starting or looking to create content for TikTok and YouTube, aka me. So yeah, what tips do you have on top of all the tips you've shared, to be honest? Anything else you'd want to add? You know what? I, I think we have covered like I think that you're doing a great job, you know, especially specifically talking uh, about you because you've already you've already put some structure that that put some pressure on you to to do something, you know, because that's the hardest part you know, of actually showing up for yourself. And when you have some structure in place that this is what I have to do on Monday, you know, it becomes it becomes the hardest thing of actually taking action, which would be my tip to actually just go out there and do it. You've, you're doing that. And I think that for anyone else, that would be my tip is that you could keep thinking about about potential things and worries and what whatnot, but this is not going to help. 
you know, if you really want to do something and you really want to um, live the fullest, I think that taking action is, is what you need to do. Amazing. Thank you for that. What is next for you? What, you know, please tell us about any upcoming projects that things we should look out for. Yeah. In the meantime, I'm looking to, to make uh, longer and longer type of content, especially on YouTube. I'm looking to, to go bigger and bigger and hopefully get more people involved in the, in the actual things because it's it's fun playing 10 characters and stuff but it's also it's also limiting so yeah just just bigger amazing and if you need a spare fish i can i can jump in frederica <laughs> i'm actually gonna go back and watch that clip it made me laugh so much okay we well we look forward to that because from what it sounds like there's just this it feels like we're only just seeing like the beginning even though you might people might think oh we've seen your content we know but just from this conversation and you know having opportunity to know a little bit more about you i can feel that there's just so much more to come and it's so exciting because you know yeah it's just i'm just excited to see what you create what the longer content looks like i'm probably gonna have to take some form of like i don't know some form of medicine to keep my head on with all the laughter if you know less than one minute clip or even two minutes could have me laughing from start to finish you saw what i was like when you were just talking about the story i had to put my mute it's just too funny so i'm just excited to know and and see what you what you produce and i'll put all details in the episode description the last question which i always ask my guests is what out of everything that you've spoken about today and everything we've discussed what would you say are your key take-home messages key take-home messages I'll say to stay to to be connected and stay true to yourself and your your authenticity and your intuition most important most importantly because that would guide you to know what decisions to make and if what you're doing is right and secondly I'll say to to venture out of, of the, the comfort zone, the, to be bold enough to venture out. You've been listening to the Monday Science Podcast, a weekly show bringing you the latest research and news in science, technology, medicine, and health. We hope you've gotten some useful and thought-provoking info from the show, and we hope you had fun along the way. We know we did. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on our website at www.mondaysciencepodcast.com. Shoot us an email at info at mondaysciencepodcast.com. Find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Monday Science. And access episode summaries at mondayscience.medium.com. See you next week on the Monday Science Podcast.